are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and, of course, where they are now. So how is everybody doing today? So good news, if you tuned in last week, I probably told you guys about how I still had a few exams to go, but today is a very special day because today marks the first day that I have, I guess, kind of like unofficially graduated from undergrad because I finished my very last exam yesterday and today I feel incredible. So I'm so, so ready for the summer. I mean, already with all the uh, stay at home um, uh, uh, guidelines and all that, like the quarantine kind of felt like we're uh, at staycation, not vacation, staycation. But uh, right now it even confirms it even more because it is officially the season. It is summer for most university students out there who finished their exams and finished yet another semester, came out strong. And specifically for this past semester, uh, I mean, not to, you know, be biased towards my own group of people, like uh, fellow university students out there. But uh, I think it was really, really important what all students actually accomplished um, this past semester. Uh, We all definitely went through really strange times. And the fact that we all came out very, very strong and still holding it together, I think it is very, very impressive and something that we can definitely look back on in the future if we have ever do come across obstacles or challenges we can just keep telling ourselves listen we went through a pandemic and we came out strong so if that happened and we went through that then we can definitely go through whatever we have ahead of us so definitely congratulations to everybody who uh, finished exams first of all but also i want to give a big shout out to the class of 2020 Okay, so uh, if you're graduating from high school, from elementary school, from any level of post-secondary school as well, and that, again, uh, again, I'm not trying to be biased with myself. Uh, The coincidence is that uh, I'm also amongst one of those people I was supposed to graduate um, this summer as well. But unfortunately, because of the recent conditions that have been put in place, we can actually have the ceremony, the convocation ceremony in person. So the likelihood is that they're going to mail your degree or your diploma to you. Um, And um, yeah, it could be a little bit disappointing. But again, do not be disappointed. Because um, eventually all of this will pass and um, all that matters is that you yourself are confident that uh, all the things you went through and all the accomplishments that you made, you know, you feel proud of all those things when you look back. So that's all that matters in my opinion. And so, yes, I'm so, so happy that I finished exams and I just feel so relieved. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people out there listening to this right now can also attest to this very fact. Uh, but yeah, like I was saying, here we are. Uh, I believe it is the sixth week of quarantine. I honestly lost count. But uh, like I've been saying every single week, uh, try to make the best out of it. Uh, use this time that you have on your hand. Just catch up with the shows that you didn't really have the time to do so uh, before all this um, stuff was happening. 
read the books that you never really or at least finish the books that uh, you never really had a chance to finish because you said you were so busy with work, with school, with whatever it was that you had going on at the time. But now it is the time if you if honestly, because again, I do want to um, pay credit to um, the people who are staying home and actually working it from home, working at home. I, I salute every single one of you out there. Um, but still, I again want to emphasize that, um, listen, maybe this is a time for all of us out there to just uh, it's do, do a little bit of self-care, do the things that we've always wanted to do but never really had the chance and time to. Now is the time. Go out there and get it. Do whatever makes you feel happy. Uh, like I said, if it's listening to music, watching a good movie, uh, putting on a good mask, um, you know, whatever it is, do what makes you feel happy. Use this time and do it. So yes, y'all, um, thankfully, I feel like as the weeks are proceeding with the whole situation that we've all been dealing with, like the whole world has been dealing with so far for the past, um, at least a couple of months, I feel like the more we proceed, um, the better things are getting resolved. And of course, this absolutely goes for the world of combat wars as well, because if you guys do recall, last week we talked about how, uh, you know, we're all as as hardcore fans. Of course, we're all so disappointed that uh, we, specifically, actually for the UFC, we weren't going to see any events as of the near future, or at least that's what we thought prior to the statement that came out. Uh, uh, on on behalf of Dana White, the president of the UFC, saying that um, he was actually going to, uh, uh, for the lack of better terms, resurrect UFC 249, which was originally um, scheduled to happen on April 18th, but it was canceled. We didn't know if it was ever going to happen. But what Dana White said was that, yes, they are actually going to be uh, resuming events and specifically actually conduct the events that were canceled specifically UFC 249 but instead of having it in the uh, uh, in the Taki Casino that was located in North California which didn't require the permission and the sanctions uh, of any athletic commission in that uh, uh, area now all UFC events are supposed to take place in Florida okay so this is obviously phenomenal news and uh we told you guys that okay that's that was the extent um of uh, updates that we had at that point but more has actually been revealed and i actually do have a lot of better news for you guys um specifically uh, for the fact that it's been announced that not only ufc 249 will take place but also we're going to be having two other events happening during the same week that uh, UFC 249 is going to take place as well. So not only we're going to have UFC 249 take place on May 9th, we're also going to have fight nights on May 13th and May 16th in Florida. And... Um, Okay, and the arena that is actually going to take place in, we now know that as well because prior we just knew that it was going to happen somewhere in Florida, but now we know that it's going to be happening in Jacksonville and it's going to be happening at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville. So shout out to the UFC. I mean, I know you guys, like, I know on our show we specifically talk about the UFC a lot, but I feel like the fact that the UFC is taking initiative to 
do something about the fact that we don't have any sport right now in the in the times that we're living in at least for the past two months we haven't had any sport to watch like actual life sports not talking about replays or anything this is a very very bold move and um, I really do praise um, the UFC and all the people not just Dana White but also all people involved in uh, making all these great things um, happen on behalf of the UFC so very very exciting news and uh, like we like we said before of course uh, a lot of um, events uh, have been added to the UFC 249 fight card of course the main event has it still remains to be the the interim lightweight championship belt between Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje but like we said we have so many other events that have been added to that card which is also phenomenal we have Francis Ngannou fighting on the card we have Henry Cejudo the former double champ at the bantamweight division and the flyweight division at the UFC defending actually fighting for the bantamweight title uh, against the former bantamweight champion Dominic Cruz and so many more other phenomenal events that are supposed to happen on UFC 249. But um, another thing that has also been announced is that uh, although we are going to be having these three events happening during the same week in Florida, uh, that's as far as uh, we know events have been uh, confirmed for the UFC so far, which is still, you know, we still have to pay them the credit that they deserve because it is a big, big accomplishment. Uh, I, I do praise the fact, again, that they're trying to catch up on the fights that they originally canceled and uh, just just lost uh, over time. But now they're just trying to just bring them back to life and still make them happen. Um, but still... Uh, it, they're just not sure that uh, they're they're gonna continue having their events in Jacksonville, in Florida, and that Vistar Memorial Arena, because you know um, I, I'm not really sure how how the business aspect of it would work, considering the fact that if you are allowed to have so many events consecutively, right after like one after another, in the very same place for such a long time. Well, of course, I can imagine in, in this time, there's probably nobody else who would book out the arena to specifically have events. So I, it does make sense to me why uh, sports uh, organizations would have to rotate around the world, you know, just have their events um, some some other place um, in the country or around the world so that they still give the fans around the world the chance to come and watch the fights, but also... It makes sense again because during uh, uh, quote unquote regular times, there will be other organizations who will book out the arena right after you. So you couldn't technically keep having events at the same spot, at the same um, uh, arena. But right now, like I said, um, I guess it wouldn't really matter because there is a, it's not like there's the NBA who is waiting to have an event in this very specific arena and the UFC has to vacate the arena ASAP when they finish with their last event on, uh, I believe it was, I said, uh, like May 16th uh, or sorry, May 23rd. Uh, so yeah, I guess they can stay here for a little while, but um, Dana White 
has actually come out and said that regardless of how many fights uh, fight, fights and overall events they're still going to have in Florida they're saying they're saying that they're still moving on with the plan for the private island that is supposedly going to turn into a fight island and he's actually specifically said that it's going to be ready by June and that is that is very very close and i honestly cannot wait until that moment that the cameras start up and we do get to see i don't care what fight it is as long as it's a fight a bout that is actually happening on this island specifically bought and um, all the facilities and the buildings built for the very purpose for the sole purpose of people fighting each other fighting fighting each other professionally you know that's that's just mind-blowing still and i know this this has been out for for some time now but uh, the more i think about it the more it messes with me honestly in my mind i just can't believe that we're actually getting to a point in reality that we do have a private island built specifically for fighting purposes and uh it's i love it i i know it sounds like i'm 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 like really really mad or upset about it but no this just shows how passionate i am about the topic because it's just still so hard to believe and it's unbelievable but also pretty phenomenal and amazing when you think about it really really deeply so yes they said they're gonna have uh have it ready by june so i think the timing actually works out because like i said the last event in florida is going to be on may 23rd and uh, they're probably gonna start having fights on the fight island as early as um uh, like mid-june i believe but um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see how um, how the turnout will be for the fights that are already scheduled to happen in Florida. Again, uh, it hasn't been really revealed if the two other fight cards that I just mentioned supposedly going to happen on May 13th and the 23rd. Uh, we're not sure if those are also going to be pay-per-view if people actually have to pay money to watch those fights um, happen in, in the arena we already do know that UFC 249 is going to be a um, uh, pay-per-view event but um, it, it's been said that uh, it'll it'll be up uh, to ESPN of course the major networking um, um, outlets media outlet that is going to decide whether or not they're going to have it exclusively um, online as part of their members only like if you subscribe to their network and you're only uh, you you'll be the only person who will be able to watch those fights uh, or if they're gonna have it on tv like regular so yes uh, like i said the more we proceed the the more updates will come out and uh, one thing that you can definitely be sure of is that we are going to keep you updated. Whenever things come out, we'll keep you updated and let you know if uh, fights get canceled or not or if new things are announced with all this um, situation going on. So now that we're all at home and uh, we obviously have a lot of free time on our hands, uh, the, the sports outlets out there are using this time to go out, just search down athletes and talk to them, interview them, to ask them about some of the things that, in, in, I, again, I hate to say it, in regular times, we wouldn't really pay attention to. 
So, but what do I actually mean by that? So, specifically in the world of mixed martial arts, um, I was reading this article and uh, it was it was really, really striking to me because I think not only can athletes learn from what I'm about to say, like what was actually discussed in this particular interview, but I think we can all take the take the bottom line message and apply it to all of our lives. So what actually went down was that Robert Whitaker, the former middleweight champion of the UFC, he was interviewed recently. So uh, just to briefly talk about his record, talking about Robert Whitaker's record, we know that um, he was quite successful actually um, in the middleweight division. Uh, he, uh, he, some of the most notable fights that he has had recently, of course, we all remember the the two fights that he had against the dangerous, dangerous Yoel Romero. The fights were so, so tough that um, as he was fighting Yoel Romero, not only did Robert Whitaker acquire so many different injuries in both of these fights, so in one fight, he completely shattered um, uh, one of his uh, the the carpal bones of one of one of his hands, and in another fight he also had a messed up knee. Yet for both fights he was able to keep fighting forward, and he was able to finish the fights. He was still able to fight the full twenty five minutes, the full five rounds, and uh, like I was saying, the fights were so so close that although Robert Whitaker was able to win the fights, but they were awarded to him in a split decision manner. So that just tells you how tough those fights were and how um, not, you know, I, I'll, I'll talk about the mental aspect of it as well, like the mental damage that uh, that makes you go through when you do go through such a challenging physical situation when you're in so much pain, physical pain, and you still have to keep pushing forward. The fact that you don't give up in the middle of the fight and just have to keep going forward and not even flinch a little bit. Of course, that takes a toll on you uh, mentally, although you don't really show it on your face, but internally it is it is pretty tough. So uh, with okay, before I move on to what Rob Whitaker has come out and said recently, again, I, I do want to talk about his most recent fight, which we all again remember was the the notorious fight. Um, in, in which he actually lost his championship belt. So it was indeed the fight against Israel Adesanya. And in that fight, uh, you kind of, although, okay, again, just to backtrack a little bit. So Robert Whitaker, because of all those injuries that he had uh, acquired in the past fights with Yoel uh, Romero, he has to take some time off um, because uh, medically he wouldn't be given a license to fight because he was he still hadn't properly recovered so he had uh, he had to take time off go through various surgeries and uh, go through uh, f- physical therapy in order to fully prepare himself for this fight against uh, Israel Adesanya now uh, before all this okay as the fans as as outsiders honestly we wouldn't really know what was going on with Robert Whitaker like what was specifically going on with his confidence level and his mentality uh, normally, casually, we all thought he should be in good in good shape mentally because he's he had been able to win those tough tough fights against Yoel Romero, and um, he came out you know the saying like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So we all thought that uh, Robert Whitaker is just uh, uh, nothing can really break him because he's been honestly 
uh, he's been through the worst things ever in fights. So uh, we never really doubted um, the fact that, oh, Rob Whitaker, um, he's going through stuff personally, mentally, um, and that, um, uh, you know, he's just not really mentally ready for this fight against Israel Adesanya. So still, though, he had that fight against um, Israel Adesanya, and uh, he, I, I believe he was doing okay, but um, there were a few instances that um, he wasn't being super cautious, specifically fighting off against an opponent like Israel Adesanya, who, who sees the tiniest things and um, turns those things into his own um, uh, uh, openings and advantages and um, tries to change the momentum of the fight in his own favor. Unfortunately, those moments happen, and that is one of the main reasons why he lost his belt to Israel Adesanya. But now, after such a long time, Robert Whitaker has come out, and he is saying that, quote-unquote, I was completely burnt out. And you know what? I am not surprised. Um, in his um, interview, in this article that I was reading, he was saying that um, the, the fact that the organization kept... Uh, scheduling fights for him like right after he will finish a fight it, it will be uh, uh, there will be talks about him having this other title shot against another opponent so you know i although they weren't happening like the day after but still as a fighter when you put your body and your mind through such tough conditions you would definitely need some time to uh, not not be always in, in fi- training camp and fighting camp and by that i mean uh, yes you could you could have a fight but after you have that fight personally i would recommend that the fighter still trains uh, to to be fit but not to the extent that they ex- completely exhaust and tire themselves out so they could have like active rest days they could try honestly they could pick up another sport that doesn't really um, employ the skills um, and the movements that you would do in a fight in an MMA fight because yeah you you're still keeping your motor skills sharp um, you're still trying to stay in shape but you're not necessarily uh, burning out your body and your mind you say like you take up golf like you're still um, uh, trying to keep your skills sharp um, you know you, you can definitely employ different skills when, when you're playing golf versus MMA but you know it, it's just it's a little bit more fun it's different from what you're used to doing so yeah like I was saying I that is my opinion uh, I from what I understood, Robert Whitaker, he was just constantly training and uh, he didn't really have proper time to to take time out uh, for himself and for his family. And uh, his camp just kept pushing him forward to, to have consistent fights like um, uh, um, Tata shots, specifically one after another, although he just fought and... Uh, like I've been saying multiple times, the fights weren't easy at all. So it wasn't like he he KO'd the guy in in less than a minute, and uh, here you go. Like the here's your next fight happening in and um, then in three months. That was definitely not the case. So it definitely needed time to decompress a little bit. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case, and we all saw that that definitely took a toll on him. 
And um, he is specifically arguing that that was one of the main reasons why uh, he actually lost that fight against Israel Adesanya because he just wasn't ready. And uh, he, he just needed time to recover after, after those hard Yoel Romero fights, but he merely just didn't have the time. And, uh, okay, I really want to bring this up because I know there's so many other athletes, specifically fighters out there, who do go through similar situations. But uh, for whatever reason it is, whether it is the... Um, uh, the forcing that is being done to you by your coach or your team uh, or if it's just a personal thought that you have like oh I have to keep pushing I have to keep going I don't really um, I don't I don't devalue that that um, mindset it is good to be tough but sometimes you just have to be re- realistic you have to step back and analyze the situation, your own situation from an outsider's point of view. Just say, okay, like I just went through all these things. Those are great. But I honestly need to take some time off for myself. It's not like I'm being lazy or anything. It is much needed and much deserved. Um, because honestly, you as as the subject of your own life, you obviously know what is best for you and what isn't. Um, and, uh, there's a, I, I believe there's also a very fine line between say laziness slash procrastination versus you taking it so, so hard on yourself. So definitely have to find the balance for yourself when you are evaluating your own life and, uh, uh how often you should take breaks and do self-care and, you know, do, do, um, just spend quality time with your family. I feel like as a person, you have to find that balance for yourself but um, um, I really do uh, appreciate the the courage and braveness of um, Robert Whitaker. The fact that he has come out and officially said all those things, admitting that he was burnt out and that he should have taken time off. And uh, like I was saying, you need to find that balance. And um, this, of course, applies to all of us out there, to non-athletes as well. You need to find that time to um just just take care of yourself okay it is important and specifically again it comes full 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 circle to all the things that we've been talking about this episode with the current situation uh with the pandemic and all the quarantine you can call it whatever you want but um, now that you have the time you've done all your hard work and you're still pushing so hard with your agenda and all the things that you still have to accomplish while working at home but now that you have the time now that you have the access to the extra time and the extra access to your family to your friends and to your life at home definitely definitely take advantage of it um remember we are not going to be having this opportunity all of our lives um just just try to use this time and um uh, make it beneficial for yourself so again shout out to robert whitaker for uh for this great and bold statement uh i think we can all take advantage of the fact that sometimes we do have to admit that okay i maybe i push myself a little bit too hard maybe i just need to take some time off honestly and uh that is honestly the moral of the story so i hope uh that at least helps some of you guys out there to to get 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 it get thinking and um 
just figure out what's best for you you know like i said you are the subject of your own life so ultimately it all comes down to you to you deciding what is best for you and what isn't and fighting just finding that balance between self-care and uh, uh being productive and working efficiently so yeah guys i love how we uh, we always of course talk about sports but i love the fact that we can always bring it full for full circle and talk about the philosophies behind some of the things that are currently happening in the world um and uh, how we can how we can apply it to our own life so that we can have better lives overall so yeah i just love that and uh it keeps me going so i hope it helps some of you guys out there as well oh man i'm just looking at the clock right now unfortunately we're almost out of time uh that that is all we have for this week again if anything else happens if any new updates come out regarding the events that are supposed to happen in the world of combat sports we'll definitely keep you guys updated but other than that, uh, if you guys want to catch up with our previous episodes, you can go to CFRU.ca. You can also um, subscribe and download our previous episodes on most um, uh, online podcast uh, uh, platforms. Okay. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.